Welcome to The Spiritual Awakener, where you'll hear everyday people's stories of their awakening moments that led them to work with you, the collective. Now here's your host, Susan Kennard. Hi, and welcome to The Spiritual Awakener podcast. I'm Susan Kennard, and I'm honored to hold this podcast so that I can help you understand that you're so much more than you thought you were. Now, we've all had these awakening moments, all these turning points in our life, but sometimes we forget how important and pivotal they are. They lead us down a road, down a journey to understand so much more about who we are, which is a complete divine being of light, having a human expression or a human experience at this time. So my next guest I'm excited to introduce you to is actually a really good friend of mine called Alistair. And he is somebody that I've known for several years. We cross paths doing the EFT world, ET world as well, actually. That was an interesting slip. But the ET world and the EFT world and EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And he'll be talking to you about that later on in the show. But I really, really love his energy. We we met how many years ago, Alistair? Was it three or four years ago? Probably five now. Oh my goodness, where does the, the timelines go? But five years ago, and we met on a course that I was running and I got to meet him and we were real kindred spirits and we've been friends ever since. And we're dipping in, in and out of each other's lives. And I just felt like he was a perfect person to have on the show and for you to learn from him and for you to understand so much more about who you are. So welcome, Alistair. I, I'm really excited that you chose to come on the show. And I really want you to share your pure love with my listeners and my audience. So thank you. Thank you, Susan. Mm. So when Alistair and I first got together now, before we started recording, the first thing I noticed with him was a rainbow light that was just reflected on him. And this rainbow light was reflecting all over him. And I don't think he'd noticed it, but it was coming in through the window. And what that really told me was that this man, this beautiful soul, actually reflects the full spectrum of light. And of course, who we are as these divine crystalline light beings are the full spectrum of light. So that was a, that's a really good segue into talking about you, Alistair, and how did you do and how did you become who you are today? What was your pivotal experience? Well, I've been reflecting on this and, you know, the one that came to mind was, was the first one, really, where I was in a, in a relationship with my first wife. It was a dysfunctional relationship. I'd kind of given my power away. And an old friend of mine came to stay who I hadn't seen for years. And we used to be drinking buddies when we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I opened the door to him. And the first thing he says was, relax your stomach, man. You're making my stomach tense. And I and I realized my stomach was tense. And it's like, huh? Wow. What's going on here? And he says, you're not, you know, he said, you're not yourself. And, and he talked about, divine light and white light and energy and he led a little meditation with me which I did and suddenly I was surrounded by this feeling of energy that I'd never experienced in my life before and he'd made the you know and he'd, he'd been using the bark flower remedies which had helped him open up spiritually he'd made his own essence 
And it, I tried it and I felt this energy thing happening. So that was what awoke me to, I'm not wow. just a physical being. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what the, that's, that set me on my path to then become a flower essence practitioner, a Reiki master. And, you know, so that was the, that was the first pivotal moment, I would say. Wow. And did you know, you know, kind of, I remember as a child, I used to skip down the garden and talk. My mum would just used to say I used to talk to nobody. But of course, I was probably talking to the elementals or my guides or my angels. Did you did you ever have any experiences as a child that you felt you were different? I felt I was different, but I didn't you know, I think I had I had a fair amount of trauma as a little kid and I felt different, I think, because of that. I don't remember particularly mm. any spiritual experiences other than mm. one day I was out in nature just really soaking up the sun and looking at the beauty of the flowers and I just felt this real deep peace and tranquility mm. and I and, yeah. and love and I just thought, why can't I feel like this all the time, you know? That was a sort of standout moment as a little boy that I remember. yeah. yeah. I think we know we were both parents, aren't we? And, and I think we we know that the innocence of children and the sense that they they're really here to teach us, you know, who we are and and unconditional love. And I think as children we were that, but in the times that we were children, uh, which was a little while ago now, it was a very different world, wasn't it? It was a very different energy that we that we were in. And I think definitely in my case, my parents were not awakened as we are as parents they were not awakened and they really didn't know so I think we were navigating do you would you say we were navigating kind of being here yeah Um, absolutely and now I know that I chose to incarnate into my family and have all those experiences to help me prepare me for my mission to be you know because I help people who've been traumatized I help people with addiction issues you know so I think we we incarnate into to help create heaven on earth or ascension is another way of saying that and and we choose exactly where we're going to go which is going to be probably the hardest mission you know the best or the most fulfilling mission it could be yeah absolutely and you know and I always talk about mission like kind of my mission to help people on their mission and and in a way you know we're very similar because my background is is trauma obviously working in child protection for a long time and you know your background is trauma as well and you know it's 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 a really important journey to help people to release these messages that are held within their field and within their body isn't it because then we get the freedom that we need. So tell us a bit about what you do, what do you call it, and let's talk about the type of clients that you work with. Well, I run workshops called, I call them trauma healing workshops rather than trauma workshops. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's the healing and reparenting model where the idea is to help the person become a loving parent to themselves now and to any parts of them who have been wounded, you know, but also teaching very clearly that our core essential self is unharmed by any trauma is radiant love and mm-hmm. and that's you know helping people people to connect with that and you know and the great loving parent or whatever you want to call it you know yeah like, well, well, source energy really you know yeah, like source energy. source energy some people call god source energy whatever but there is that 
energetic part of us that's always held, isn't it? But definitely, as you say, you know, there, there are all of those little parts of us that perhaps didn't feel held at that time and didn't feel supported and didn't feel that they could survive in this world, really. And so are you talking about those parts that people come to you, you know, you spoke about addiction. Do you see people that come to you that, you know, have maybe struggled with that all of their life and then they parent themselves, heal themselves? Absolutely. There's people who are born and the wound, you know, that they have is called a shame existence bind. They feel shame about being on the planet or being alive even. They don't feel they deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. And through the sort of work I, I do with, with them, you know, I, I mix a whole load of approaches, but, you know, the, one of the core ones is from a woman called Pia Melody, is you go back and help that part heal and and know that they have a right to be here on this planet. And yeah. and then once they're healed, install them into, the, into their hearts, and then they suddenly don't feel that anymore, that they... Mm. You know, they don't feel an alien on this planet in a negative way. They, yeah. they that's know that's similar to the, you know, the sparkle to success yeah. stuff where we look at the child, don't we? And we work with that little part of them and then bring them into their heart and heal that part of them. And I, I love that work as well. And I still continue to do that inner child work with people. You know, even though things evolve all the time, don't they, with us in our work? And I know you have many, many strings to your bow like as we both do but so yeah so that that part that inner child part is one of the key things isn't it to help us to really align to who we are by healing that part absolutely and each time I think that we integrate a part it, we connect more to our wholeness you know, our inner mm-hmm. wholeness but the other thing is there's there's kind of like the younger wounded parts but then there's older ones who are like protectors or you know mm-hmm. they might be very dysfunctional if they're in charge if I'm acting like my teenage self it's not very good for anyone you know my unhealed <laughs> my unhealed teenage self so you know I have to people have to learn how to heal that part of themselves and set boundaries with those parts yeah. of themselves and you know so but underlying it all is the spiritual you know the mm-hmm. the, the spiritual the spiritual mission within you know that that's I think that spiritual mission within drives you, doesn't it, to to do that healing work on yourself, you know, when you're ready. And of course, right now, you know, it's um, it's November 21. So it's the 3rd of November 2021. Um, if you're listening to this later on, then you know that we're going through an incredible ascension awakening. And so this is a time really where many, many people are realising the fears that they've had would you say, Estella, that they've been kind of like dormant within and they're coming up now to be healed? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's people who are kind of saying after workshops, oh, wow, I've had this warmth in my heart, this energy in my heart since mm. I have uh, I was about to put up a hand. Wave. <laughs> well, for those of you watching this on video on YouTube, obviously you can watch it across all platforms. But when you're watching us on video, when Alistair waves, then he gets this thumbs up that comes up on the screen. So we were just laughing about it before we went live. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> someone said that they had this warmth, this feeling of love and warmth in their heart, which they've never had before, yeah. you know, for a week yeah. or two after the workshop. Yeah, so people are really awakening. It's mm. time now to really let go of all the old karmic patterns. And, and, and I'm really... hearing softness as well, Alistair. I'm hearing the softness. So it's like um, what my guides are saying is like it's bringing a softness 
So that is the divine feminine, right? So we, you know, we have divine feminine, divine masculine within us, don't we? So is that bringing the softness of the divine feminine out? Well, it certainly is in terms of the nurturing, mm. you know, unconditional love ourselves. for ourselves, and mm. and you know, and there has to be the the firmness, though. You know, that, that's the, the healthy limit setting with that's not that's okay true. as well, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I think a lot of it is bringing out the divine feminine and connect, helping people connect with that mm-hmm. and, and express it for themselves. So so talk to a bit about the that. Uh, I love that you just said actually about the the bit where you have to actually sometimes say no. I'm really good at that now. But there were times many years ago that, that I wouldn't have been able to say no, Yeah. So why why is it that that we do that? Why do we do that? Why do we not say no? Well, it's a boundary issue, and often people have been shamed or wounded around their boundaries growing up. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're beaten or you're hugged when you don't want to be hugged, or if there's any sort of violation sexually, or even just you're told, no, that's not what's true. This is true. Your reality is kind of trashed by by a major caregiver. You can feel shame about having a boundary. You don't know how to protect yourself, you know. So healing, healing this stuff, even saying I have a right to say no, I have a right to protect myself. Some people would have a trauma reaction if they said that out loud, yeah. you know, and that's one way yeah. to kind of check if there's a wound in that area. And then yeah. with with the EFT tapping or with the healing or yeah. whatever. Talk, talk, talk about the EFT. Obviously, it's our, our background together, but talk talk to people about that. Well, EFT, the emotional freedom technique, is a system of tapping on acupuncture points like I'm doing mm-hmm. now, which releases trauma and, and gets the energy flowing. But So for the purpose now, of audio, so those of you that are listening on Apple Podcasts or other platforms, what Alistair was doing was tapping on sort of like the inner eyebrow, the side of the eye, and these are meridian points and they are energy points, so... Just so you know, because obviously if you're listening to it on audio, you're like, where is he tapping? <laughs> but you can look that up, right, on your website, Alistair. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and on my YouTube channel. And your YouTube channel. Just just tell us your website and your YouTube. It's lifeforcetraumahealing.com is my website, mm-hmm. and the YouTube channel is just Life Force Trauma Healing. Yeah, excellent. So, so same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if someone says I have a right to say no and they suddenly feel worthless and overwhelmed and they progress to they feel like they're seven, then starting mm-hmm. to tap on these acupuncture points and emotional release points can can calm the amygdala and help them, mm-hmm. you know, come back to their center, to their adults empowered self. Yeah. But I also do something called intention tapping now, which uses the power of the higher self or the unconscious mind in the process. So it might be I release all my emotional attachments to this. <laughs> I have a right to protect myself or you know and then yeah. it does healing in the background along with the yeah. tapping so, so it goes in deeper as well because I would yeah. imagine because we don't I always say we don't know what we don't know right absolutely but part of us does you know the, oh uh, yeah we, we do yeah. know yeah the but we don't know consciously know. <laughs> yeah the, what it, self what the self? big self the self with the big s you know the, the spiritual self, self. yeah 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 that that part of you like we've all got that that part of us haven't we? we've got that soul part of us we've got that inner knowing part of us and we've got that part in the amygdala haven't we which holds a lot of the stories in our brain that we forgot 
but we didn't forget because they're held within uh, and it's accessing that. So it's really interesting what you're saying about that because it is about that finding ways. If you're listening to this and you've kind of tried everything and you, you know, you're like, well, I've tried this, I've talking therapy, I've done that, you know, actually this might be the answer for you right now because maybe you do need to look deeper at something that you've tried to work out and not got anywhere with at this time. Maybe if you don't try and work it out, that might be an answer, right? And also you can't see the label on your own back, you know. So Absolutely. there's some things mm-hmm. that that you I or you definitely need help from someone else with. Mm. It's like I uh this this saying's come to mind, and it's like unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that try to build it. And it's from the Bible, but it's this idea that you can try and create your house of being your your life the way you want it, but yeah. you can't do it by yourself. And you need source energy as well to really create yeah. the divine plan for your life. And facilitators. So we, you know, rather than no one's a healer for anyone else, of course, but we are facilitators for you to heal. And we also, as facilitators, reach out to other facilitators to help us shift our level of consciousness or something that we want to experience in our life and tweak it. You know, we don't stop doing that. And I think perhaps sometimes people can come across as like, oh, well, you've done all your work. That's it. There's no more to do. There's always more to do, isn't that? There are always more for us to look at and expand to and ascend to is one of my favorite words. But yeah, carry on. Well, on that note, I think there are some things that you just cannot do by yourself. However, mm-hmm. however much you're embodying your divine identity, mm-hmm. there's some jobs that are meant for more than one <laughs> one divine being to, by themselves to do, you know. And I think addiction is often one of those, like severe yeah. addiction, that you have to heal it in community, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so there's been some research, hasn't there? It's just coming to me where people who were addicted perhaps to alcohol drugs or whatever it might be were in a community and they were put in this community where if they wanted to do drugs and alcohol they could but they actually found that as they were loved and they had unity together and they were in community and they were supported and they were given food and water and whatever it was they actually naturally didn't want to do the drugs or the alcohol, whatever it might be. So that makes us look outside, doesn't it, and say, well, actually, what is it about addiction? Is it that really what we need is that connection to humanity, but also to our source within? Yeah, and, you know, a guy called David Hawkins, who was a a pretty enlightened guy, he who was also recovering from addiction, he, you know, he said that when people have their first drink, most people with, a, with an addiction, the first time they took their drug of choice, it was like an amazing experience and they remember it mm-hmm. very clearly. A lot of people without addiction don't remember their first drink in particular mm-hmm. because they actually connected to 
a high level of consciousness with the help of that for the first time. Yeah. And it was so yeah. amazing. The first yeah. time I ever had a drink, it was so amazing. It was like I was willing to completely turn my life over to trying to get that back again. You know? Wow. Cause problems. <laughs> so is is that, that's a connection, isn't it? So it's almost like the association to that good feeling is a reminder, it's just where I'm going with this, is a reminder that, that feeling is actually feeling connected to source, yeah. to that bliss feeling when you are really connected to source, right? Yeah, when I was it's when I was fourteen, or I think I was fourteen, and in general terms at that time, I felt self hatred. That I was really ugly, very low self esteem, and I had this first drink, and I suddenly felt amazing. I didn't care what anyone thought about me. Yeah, just joy and bliss, and it was like wow. Now I know that's through spiritual connection what I was looking for, you know. Absolutely. I agree with you totally. We're on the same page with that one. And I, and really I actually connected to with the help of that, mm. you know. But the trouble is it destroys the, the way of connecting if you do it too much, so. And 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 also it takes you away, doesn't it, from, um, it's the same with food. So, so food addiction, medication addiction, pharmaceutical addiction, whatever it might be. It's it's reaching for that place to come home, isn't it? And yet we can come home without that. Mm. Yeah. But we found something to come home to. And so what 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 do you think, you know, what's your perspective of what's going on in the world right now? You know, we're going through this great awakening, but what what do you think people really need now? Well, it's I love this idea that it's a healing opportunity, you know. It's mm. it's like that, you know, when you can't trust all the information or you you, you can't be certain what's what's real, what's true mm. from external sources, mm. that there's a lot of fear in the world at the moment, or, you know, from lots of different angles of looking at mm-hmm. things. It's yeah. where do you find true sanctuary? It's just the only way you can find mm. that sense of safety and sanctuary is to connect within. Yeah. You know, and so your own truth, right? Your own truth to the truth of love within, mm. and you know, I've been, I've been consistent, consistently recently sending out healing and blessing every day because it's like more and more of that is needed. Yeah, but yeah I, absolutely. I, if I read too much stuff about this, that, or the other, I can start getting this adrenalized fear feeling, and you know, mm. and it's like, oh my god, they can't see this is happening. You know, and it's like that's. Yeah taking me away from my yeah. center yeah yeah i always say to people that if you if you're if you're obviously if you're watching mainstream media always it takes you off your center right <laughs> so you need to kind of maybe choose not to do that but come into that place where you actually do have all the answers within don't you you know you you really do have all the answers within it's just accessing those answers within without that child self saying oh, you can't possibly do that, or you must be afraid there's something that's going to get you, you know. And and and, and so I would imagine, Asda, you're pretty busy. So the workshops that you are running, talk to us about those incredible pivotal workshops. And where are you? Because people need to know okay, where you are. Okay, well, I'm, I'm running, me and a colleague run the three-day workshop monthly in London near Greenwich, next to Greenwich. Mm-hmm. The three people only. Um, mm-hmm. and that's over three days but I also do oh, one to one work. Work. yeah mm-hmm. I also do one to, that one to one sometimes with people yeah 
and that's on Zoom. So we, wherever you are in the world, people can connect with you. There's no distance, there's no barrier, right? Apart from the physical workshops, right? Yeah, the phys- the workshops mm-hmm. are all physical, but one to one work I can do from anywhere in the world with Zoom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just and wanted to come back because I got this. I got a message to share a prayer I know about uh, the Great Awakening thing. I'm just going to see if I can remember it. It's it's from an organisation called the Biako Shinko Kai, the White Light Association. So let's let's come. Let's all come into our hearts and and really feel this as Alistair. Just come into your heart. Put your hands on your heart for a moment, and just breathe and just listen through your heart. So it's Jinri Soko Kaminari, Humanity's Divine. What I speak, think, and do is only for humanity, the peace of humanity, the awakening of humanity for truth. Therefore, all my words, all my thoughts, all my actions are not for my selfish mind. All my thoughts are not for my egoistic mind. They are the universe itself. They are the universe itself. They are light itself. They are, they are truth itself. They are God itself. Therefore, I do not hold any criticism, blame, or judgment. Towards any circumstances, incidents, news, information on earth, on earth, for us various ways of living, thoughts and actions of mankind. And these occur only in the process of Jinri Soko Kaminari, awakening God within humanity. Mm. All yeah. sickness, disease, wars, conflicts happening at the occur only in the process of Jinri Soko Kaminari, manifesting God within humanity. Therefore, I continue to send the infinite love, forgiveness, and mercy of God to to humanity and until each human being awakens to truth i continue to perform the inn of jinriya sokal kaminari on behalf of each human being mm. so there's the energy bits coming through i slightly fumbled the words but but i can really feel the energy of that mm. and so that's the idea really it's a great, mm. great chance to awaken to to the truth mm. through adversity really yeah, and and through adversity, both of us know through adversity in our lives has has led us to the next awakening and the next awakening. So if you're listening to this and and you feel, oh my goodness, I'm stuck, I don't know what I'm doing, I you know, I'm not sure I can survive in this world, and many feel like that, then know that this is a transformational time and that there is always light where there is dark. And that light is always the place that we aim for and that light we can find within. So, Alistair, you know, where do we go next with this? What would you like to share with my listeners? Well, I think it's really important at the moment to be connecting with other people with Mm. similar vision to, Mm. you know, this, this idea to find your tribe, you know, to find other people who who are, you know, focused on connecting with source and their, you know, their divine self and, and being a blessing in the world and helping uplift humanity, really. And, you know, there's various organisations. I can, if you contact me, I can say, well, try this one, try this one, mm-hmm. you know, but I just think to try and do stuff alone mm-hmm. is... You know, we yeah, need to, yeah. we, we need that community of light workers. You know, I mean, I have a soul family. I have a, a soul's mission membership with a soul family. We call ourselves a soul family because, and people that find that are people that are really ready to align to their mission, and they want other like-minded people to do it with them in a really beautifully held space. 
So, it, you know, there are many people that hold these groups all over the world. So wherever you are, whether you feel drawn to work with me or Alistair, there are ways that you can actually create this community. And you may be even thinking that you want to create your own community. And I think more and more people are choosing to go off grid, right? I'm not quite ready for that yet, but people are choosing to go off grid, meaning sustain their own living. And I know that there are many communities like that. And and Alistair, would you say that that is, we're kind of not going back in time, but we're looking at how families used to be, right? And they used to be very extended, didn't they? They used to be that we would have the grandmother and the grandfather and the great-grandmother and the great-grandfather playing out in a model of a family. And so are we going back to that? Are we going back to not necessarily blood relatives, but actually our soul family is representing that extended family that we used to maybe have, right? Well, I'm hearing... I'm hearing we are going back to that, but it's also mm-hmm. I see in you another me, you know. So yes. it's not it's not the necessarily the blood kin, it's it's yeah. spiritual family. And yeah. and the truth is we're all family, you know. Yeah. You are Some me people, and I am you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. see in you another me. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. And I and and I, I put a quote on Instagram this morning and it was the Marianne Williamson quote, you know, who am I? not to shine yeah and and it's essentially like who are you not to shine out in the world because when you shine you give permission to others for others to shine and so you know if you're listening to this and you're like well it can possibly do that it can possibly shine my light absolutely you are light and it is time for you to shine your light out to the world and as Alistair said join together with others that you feel that real resonance with that you feel safe with because I can see you know there are many families where some people believe one thing and another part of the family believes another and there is a perception of divide but maybe that perception of divide is so that we find our true soul family yeah that we meander towards that soul family yeah, and when when I or you or anyone is being their authentic self, connected, you know, connected with the source energy, you are radiant. You're, you know, you're being a blessing, radiating light mm-hmm. just by being. Not you have to do anything. You just have to be yourself. You know. Yeah, and, and you then, look younger. And Alistair's norm is at like 105, but as you look at him now, <laughs> <laughs> so you you start to <laughs> his, his actual age is 105. <laughs> That's in a previous time, right? But you, but you know, as as we are bringing that light through, we we're reflecting more light. As Alistair said, you know, we're reflecting more light. So as we're reflecting more light, we start to have more vitality, and therefore perhaps look younger. Mm. Yes, very nice. Life life makes us look, look younger, <laughs> <laughs> but not you know sleepless nights with kids. We're very similar age, aren't we? <laughs> we are. We actually, yeah. yeah. We were both 105 recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people get hold of you again, Alistair? And is, is there anything, you're doing your workshops. When's your next workshop? Well, my next workshop with any places on for the trauma healing workshop is, is January. Okay, 22. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, the, the one in December and November are both full. Mm. 
You can find out about that, Alistair, at lifeforgetraumahealing.com. And you're on Facebook, you're on on Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm on on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. And you've got a YouTube channel. You'll be putting this on your YouTube channel as well, as well as I will, and going across all platforms. And I teach EFT workshops just to put that in to help people be practitioners. And I do those every month or so so is that how we met i can't remember was it the sparkle to I success contacted you. i heard yeah. you doing a talk about working with veterans and i yeah. contacted you and you said about and we, we felt a real connection energy connection on the phone mm. and i came on your sparkle to success training i think that was first and then it was the energy eft or it was the other way i can't remember which one was first now maybe they were yeah. together were they together or they were close to each other they weren't yeah they yeah. went back, back. They were a month no, apart. Yeah, they were close. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I realised I couldn't teach energy EFT without my sparkle to success processes. Yeah. <laughs> and so they had to come in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Alistair has kindly said that if you would like to contact him, he will offer you a free 15-minute consultation. So if you're kind of, you know, you want to talk to him about what might be going on with you and if you feel it might be a fit, you can talk to him first. And so if you just mention the Spiritual Awakener podcast uh, where you heard his conversation and you can get your free 15 minutes and they can get that on email, can they, or on your website or yeah, yeah. how can they just yeah, to contact you directly? There's an email there. Yeah. And next, next year I'll be teaching healing you know, like, you know, but I'll introduce that more beginning of yeah. next year. So. Yeah. And it is, isn't it? You know, it's like as we evolve, you know, and our, our light and our ascension and our expansion happens, then new, amazing, beautiful, innovative ideas come through us. And I think 2022 is when my book finally, you know, Awaken the Light Within Your Heart will be out. Finally, <laughs> it's taken a while, but of course, it's all divine timing. And 22, I feel 2022 is actually a really pivotal time for many of those working in the light. And so it it doesn't surprise me that you're going to be teaching the art of healing then. Yeah. Amazing, Alistair. So what would your guides like to say as a last, a last thought for everyone to take away? I'm hearing the words, I love you and love yourself. Mm, yeah and I am is a really good way to connect with that essence Mm. within so the I am presence of love and the I am presence of who you are yeah yeah. so thank you so much Alistair for being on the spiritual awakener and and sharing your beautiful love and light energy with everyone thank you thank you thank you we really appreciated it Thank you for this opportunity. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So thank you guys for listening to the Spiritual Awakener. If you have a spiritual awakening story that you would like to share with me and my listeners, please find me at susankennard.co.uk. And if you'd like to connect with your guides, your body, and really align to your soul star and your earth star, hop over to my website, susankennard.co.uk where you can click the free gift button and you can download your free video course. 
So much love for now, much love to you, the universe, humanity. And remember, you are a shining, guiding light. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Awakener and being a part of our conversation. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get great information at susankennard.co.uk.